Welcome to The Drop, a podcast about VVNFTs. Enjoy today's show. What is up, VV fam? This is The Drop Podcast, episode number two. We're coming to you live. I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Moon. We're so thankful for this community. We're so thankful to be doing this with you guys. And uh, if you haven't followed our Twitter yet, go to The Drop VV. Give us a follow. We do giveaways on there. Some great giveaways. We've got a big one going right now, right, with the uh, the mystery chest. So. Yes, yes. I'm, uh, we're really excited. That's actually going to go all the way through to the end of this month. So make sure you go retweet that. Um, go and follow me on Twitter. Go and follow Jackie Moon on Twitter, the Drop VV, and then you enter for a chance to win various collectibles and comics. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a nice little bundle, and definitely subscribe to our channel here if you appreciate our content and look forward to watching some more. And so we have a great topic of discussion today. Uh, we're going to dive right into it. It's actually around the MTL and the cash out feature within VV. I know it's a big topic on everybody's mind. When is it coming? What is the market response going to be? Um, how is this all going to affect us? And so we're going to dive right into it today. And we're super excited. Yeah, like Ryan said, we're diving into MTL for today's podcast episode. Um, probably heard about it on the, some of the recent AMAs if you tuned in there. If not, we're here to bring you up to speed on some of it. So MTL stands for Money Transfer License, right? And what that means is your ability to cash out and extract your fiat, your monies from the app. And as of right now, they're pretty much locked in there, right? Whenever you purchase some gems, buy some collectibles, some comics, um, whatever NFTs you're investing in and collecting. Um, so as of right now today, right, you put your fiat in there, one US dollar equals one gem. And from there, again, you're, you're buying your collectibles and so forth, but you can't really get them out. Um, you can sell those collectibles right within the marketplace, but then they're just in your gem balance and they're stuck there. Some people are extracting them and um, you know selling them on secondary markets. Again, be very careful if that's the route you want to go as it's not um, encouraged. It's not backed. Yeah, it's not necessarily encouraged. Am I able to make one quick point? Yeah. So from us to you, we do not promote and we do not encourage to do anything outside of the app. Right. I know there's a lot of people that have invested in gems outside of the app or bought collectibles outside of the app, which is fine. You mm -hmm. do this at your own risk. Right. But as representatives of kind of the VV community and a project that we're really passionate about, we do not in any way ever promote that. And we always encourage and always will stand by doing everything within the app. Right. It just protects yourself from any risk, right? You can sleep peacefully at night knowing that your gems, your collectibles are safe. They aren't dirty. We've got Gemgate going on right now. A lot of drama and um, skepticism going around that. But As a side note, you have to go and look at some one some of the memes that are going around about the gem gate oh, yeah. i love these memes they're great Very i made creative i made one of like david you smacking them across <laughs> the face after will smith smacked chris rock yeah. and uh just go and look at this guy's face like the guy who supposedly did this right right was it a million gems or eight million gems it's up there it, it's it's in the big leagues something crazy this guy he is the the spitting image of what you would imagine if you were thinking of a fraudster coming into VV. Yeah. Like he's he's he looks exactly like the person I'd imagine. Yeah, it's spot on. And <laughs> I hope there's a Netflix documentary of some sorts at some point. So fingers crossed for that. But again, so not financial advice, but 
you'll sleep safer at night if you don't expose yourself to secondary markets with selling gems and, and collectibles. Um, there's There are some very trustworthy escrows out there and some trustworthy people, right? Some OGs from the community, but hey, do everything at your own risk. Ryan and I have not um, dove into that yet and it's nothing I plan on diving into at any point. I'm gonna wait for MTL, I'm gonna wait for OMI to NFT and that's kind of where the, the buck stops for me. So with the money transfer license, as we just talked about, the MTL and something that we're all anticipating, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, I know Vivi did mention in a recent AMA, maybe a couple months ago, actually, so not recent, but they said that um, this app was not originally supposed to be an app where you could take out an investment. Right. But more so just a collectible app that you can enjoy as kind of entertainment. Mm -hmm. But now that things have changed and the response of the community is we want a cash out feature. And I think now more than ever, we all kind of do look at VV now as an investment app. Right. Um, and I think, you know, not to say we're not trying to be collectors, but we do at the end of the day, potentially want to profit. Right. And so this cash out feature has become more and more important as the conversations continue to compound. So my question to you, Jack, is as we dig deeper into this, when do you foresee this coming? And we don't know this is all speculation, but when could this finally, when could we finally maybe be able to dabble with this feature? Right. So I guess thinking back to some empty promises that were unfortunately made in the past, right? And I think some of the fault does fall on VV's shoulders for this, for, you know, um, timelines that they provided that just weren't accurate. And again, they might have bit off more than they could chew, perhaps. And I'm thinking that's the case, right? Because we've had exponential user growth here. Um, supposedly, we've hit our five-year user growth numbers within the first year. So it is a fluid-moving target. And being that they weren't originally expecting to have cash-out and MTL options, they might not have fully understood the, the scope of it and all of the... Um, you know, all of the details and hard work and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, right? Because we are striving to be a, a global company with localization in various markets with various fiat currencies and so forth. So um, it's my take that they didn't fully understand the, the, the full picture here, um, again, because it wasn't within the original plans and, you know, kind of on their roadmap for how they saw VV growing and, and being molded into that final product. Um, my hopes are that it is live this year. So I'm going to say end of Q3, Q4 probably. Um, there's still a lot of things getting rolled out here, right? So they talked about MTL. We're hoping for OMI to NFT as well. Um, we have the master collector points coming on. Again, we'll talk on some of these points in future podcasts. But there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out, a, a lot of milestones, a lot of deliverables. But I do think MC... Um, I'm sorry, MTL will be here sometime this year, but I'm I'm not going to hold my breath. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more realistic here. And I'm thinking by the end of the year. So I think and that's one of the things I wanted to touch upon you real quick. So on the micro, we're going to get into some of the nuances that have frustrated us with VV because mm -hmm. we don't want this to be a podcast where we're just pumping VV all the time. Like they're still a business. They still need right. to held accountable. And the community sentiment matters, right? The response in the community matters. And so... One of the things I think they've really dropped the ball with is giving out timelines that they don't even know that they can hit right? and essentially kind of missing the mark, letting people down. I think they have started to step back from the timelines, if I'm correct. 
Seems like it. Um, and I think that's a, a better option. At the end of the day, though, as a community, like what they put on the table to kind of paint a picture of our expectations, they need to honor that. Yeah. And they need to hit that. Because when you say that an MTL is going to be launched in quarter two, what is it, quarter two of 2021? Tw- yeah. And we're still, we still don't have that feature. Pretty much a year later. You have to take a step back and say, okay, can I stand by what they're saying in these AMAs? Like, do I trust this? Is this, um, is this credible? And so not to say that you can't trust their team because at the same time, I think they've been very genuine and very transparent about the things they are dealing with and the issues they are having. And they come out and tell us, hey, this is, we're trying to fix this. Right. And so that's another thing that I do re- really respect about their team. And we did talk about the depth of their team a little bit on the last podcast. So I encourage you to go watch that. But I, I think it's a double-edged sword. You know, you do have to hold them accountable. You do have to um, talk through it with the community and discuss it and put it on the table. At the same time, we, have, we really don't have any idea what it takes to get a money transfer license the legalities that are involved, the government entities alone, government is slow, right? Government is slow. And so in order for all this to happen, all these moving parts that they didn't even expect, right? It's a lot to, it's a lot to chew. It is. It's, it's a big topic, right? Definitely some complexities there. And especially just with the world right now, there's, there's a lot going on. So, um, you know, supply chains, um, know tensions overseas and so forth so it's it's yeah i i expect delays but my expectation is at the end of the day they they under promise and they over deliver because i think before they were over promising and that's where there were a lot of issues and um, they were losing trust within the community based on some of those those key dates that they had put out there that they unfortunately just continued to miss um, and with MTL, right, I think another aspect that is tied into that is KYC, so know your customer. And that has another, you know, that opens up a can of worms on its own as well. And I think one of the biggest um, biggest topics that's been tied to it is Australia with them trying to be the, the golden child, right? Um, know your customer and just a, a safe haven for, um, you know, preventing all of this fraud that unfortunately we, we've been exposed to over the last couple of weeks here in the marketplace. So I know Australia is a huge driver for Know Your Customer, which is a um, you know a country where VV is, is very popular and continues to grow. Um, one of the things too that we're going to talk about here is the KYC, the Know Your Customer, which I think is, I personally am very, very excited for Know Your Customer because I do think it prevents fraud. And the other big thing that it prevents bots yeah right hate hate those bots (laughs) i mean how big of an issue are bots and that's a whole other podcast topic but um that kind of eliminates that factor in a lot of ways or at least mitigates it significantly right so i'm really excited about kyc at the end of the day i know people don't like it because of taxes and whatnot but listen if you're putting money in something and you're getting gains, mm-hmm. you're going to pay taxes. Not just gains, but I mean, some of these people, 5X, 10X, 100X, right? 100X. So, I mean, if you got if you got 10 Todds on the drop whenever nobody was in the app and you could like hit buy now multiple yeah. times and load up, 
You're looking. You're sitting pretty right now. Yeah. I wish I, that was I, me. <laughs> full, full disclosure: I do not have a Todd. So one day you will. Or a Rizzo. I, one day you will. That's right. I, I know. Have, I have my Becky though, so I'm happy about that. I will say too. Shout out to Crypto Cam. I know he's been looking for a Todd for a long time. He finally got his. So shout out to you, Crypto Cam. He's awesome. Go follow him on TikTok. But so we we have the MTL. We have KYC. Now here's the thing that I want to ask you, and this is where my mind kind of wanders yeah when mtl finally does come and let's say omi to nft is finally a thing as well right so people can come in with their ethereum people can come in and buy with their omi whatever it might be how do you think the market responds both in the short term and then on the macro level in the long term Yes, yeah, so I'll give you my opinion, Ryan, and then I certainly want to turn the tables and, and see your perspective as well. And I think we're somewhat aligned on this because I know we've chatted about this before. So whenever they open up MTL, I definitely think there's going to be a big pullback in prices, right? I think we're, we're going to see a decline in some of these prices on the marketplace. Um, I'd say the silver lining is I think a lot of people being that they have tested the, the secondary market outside of the VV app. A lot of these people looking to sell have already left in, in some instances, right? Not not everyone, but in some instances. So it's been a slower bleed rather than the floodgates just opening with everyone having access to MTL, which I think would be catastrophic and Armageddon, right? The, these prices would bottom out. So I'm happy that's not the case. And they're also doing the, the beta testing right now, right? So I think their plan is to continue to expand on the, the users within that, that beta group. Um, so that they slowly open up um, the faucet more or less, right? So again, they're, they're not just flooding the market with MTL users, but again, it's you know a much smaller, slower pace where they, they continue to expand who has the MTL feature within the app. And I think that'll limit the volatility too. But So you're kind of saying that they're going to more so roll this out, so like kind of like Instagram, if they come out with a new feature, they roll it out slowly to users. Right. Kind of like the same idea. So it doesn't automatically just transform the market all overnight but more so it's its trickle down effect right yeah i think it'll be a trickle down effect um which which is good for all of us at the end of the day one i don't plan on using mtl to be fully transparent right um we've seen some of the fees attached to that with with cashing out um so so can you so can you actually talk about that real quick because i know that's a pretty important factor yeah. So with MTL, um, what was the exact percentage? Do you I remember? think it's it 10. VV is going to take their 10%. Right. But you also have to remember, in order to cash out, you have to sell items. Right. And in order to sell items, you have to pay that fee, whether it's 2.5% to 8.5% for some Disney items. So you're talking about, in order to take cash out, you're talking about 10% for, to VV, and then another maybe 25 to 8.5%. Right, right. So yeah, you're you're definitely right, paying the piper more or less, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, with, with some of these fees, but uh, we had talked about this in one of our Twitter Spaces. It does seem pretty in line with a lot of the other platforms out there, whether that's eBay, um, Etsy, Poshmark, right? Even Facebook Marketplace. I forget the exact percentages, but a lot of them, if not all of them, are within that five to even. 20% range depending on the type of product that you're selling on, on this platform. So really the, those percentages don't concern me. Do I wish they were free of charge? Absolutely. But right. hey, you know, it's, it's, it's not realistic. Jack, right? you've been in the world long enough. Nothing's free. That's right. Nothing's free. Nothing is free. 
But hey, it, it is what it is, and that's okay. And another reason, though, why I'm just waiting for Omi to NFT and, and vice versa, right? NFT to Omi. Um, that's my plan at the end of the day to uh, avoid some of those. Well, I guess technically we, we don't know what additional fees might, might be tied to that. But um, One of the things that I think is going to happen in the market after this is all released, kind of to piggyback off of what you said, because I think me, like he said before, me and him are pretty aligned on this. What's going to happen is people are just going to want to cash out the massive gains they've had. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be with their bigger items. But I still think they're going to stick around just to see how the market reacts. Right. So they're going to go into the marketplace. They're going to sell at floors, get their gems, get their cash, their fiat cash out. Right. Um, in the short term, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. In the long term. Right. And I look at this from the outside looking in. Yeah. People. The when re- you say long term, are you Give us the time frame, Ryan. One year, five years, 10 years? Long term. I mean, I'm here for like 25, at least until I'm buried, right? Until I'm six feet under, I'm going to be in the VV app. (laughs) But yeah, it's a good question. Long term, right? I think the people that aren't in the app, this is one of the main reasons they're not. Yeah. Because they are buying into something that is centralized, right? This whole idea of decentralization, they're buying into something that's centralized. And can is essentially controlled by VV, right? That isn't a secret. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of speculation about, okay, if this company goes to zero, my money's gone. Right. So MTL is keeping a lot of people out. Once that comes, that minor dip in the market, even maybe if it's major, we don't know, is going to be minuscule to the amount of people that are going to flood into this app and seize the opportunity to have Disney's first NFTs, Marvel's first NFTs, DC's first NFTs. Like, this is historical IP. And when an Ethereum whale can come in, one Ethereum is nothing oh, right. to yep. some of these uh, Ethereum millionaires. They'll, they'll sweep the floors on a lot of these items, right? Just to have them. Yeah. Just to store them somewhere and say, hey, let's see what happens. You know, so I don't think we've even tapped in tapped even close into the potential of some of what these items could be valued at, right? Like I look at C3PO, I look at R2D2, those two collectibles, right? In the app in November, around that time when they dropped, they were going on secondary market for 500. Mm -hmm. Now I look at R2D2 all the time. I'm like, well, it dipped to somewhere I can maybe purchase it because I really believe in it. It doesn't go under like 3,500. I think it got to three grand. Right. Yeah. Met briefly, because I again, I, I think people Star Wars just having such a huge following immediately. You know, the, those floors were swept in. Last time I checked, um, back above four thousand. Right. So it's so let's look at that real quick. We have two point five million people in the app. Maybe not even that many. What do we have? About, maybe under a, th- a million active users. Right. That's with that amount of people. That's where that floor got to. Think about when now uh, an Omi millionaire comes in. An Ethereum whale comes in, and they're able to get an a f- first appearance R two D two in a golden moment statue on the blockchain. You don't think that floor is going to go to ten, twenty, thirty? I mean, at least in my perspective, long term, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I agree. Right, R two D two hit ten thousand, maybe even upwards of that back in January during that um, major pump and. I, I agree, Ryan, right? It's going to be a major setback for the major comeback um, whenever... Minor setback for a major comeback. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, 100% correct. 
And yeah, so we're, you know, we're going to have a little bit of a pullback here, but all of the, the new money and the, the new blood and the new users coming in here, um, to buy some of these incredible first appearances, first editions of these IPs will restabilize the market. And then, you know, that trajectory for some of those new all-time highs, um, very optimistic about hitting that and seeing the growth in prices and, and number of users, right? Which also ties into the localization and globalization of the app because right now we're very heavily centered just in the US, right? UK, Australia, a few other markets. But um, there's a major language barrier too, right? Because the app is only in English right now, to my understanding. So it, it'll really just, I, I feel like we're just loading the spring right now and, and getting ready for it to catapult us um, to new all-time highs. One of the things I wanted to talk about real quick about the local, localization topic, and I want to shout out Taps Trades because he had a great take on how important localization is when it comes to any app, right? right. So like we see apps like five times whenever localization is introduced oh, yeah. and people in, can go in the app in their own language and do things in their own language. How important is it for Vivi to implement localization and now you get the Asian market. Now you get these different markets coming in and Ultraman, right? Mm -hmm. Pilly Fantasy. The, some of these IPs that are really important to other countries, what, what happens there? You know, so there's so many things that are not are untapped that right. haven't been even thought about that are going to happen in this app and that's all the more reason too why sometimes i say we're in the atari version of the app what we're seeing right now is so minuscule to the capabilities in the potential of what we're going to see down the road yeah that's that's so true, Ryan. Right, we are we are so early at the end of the day here because there are a lot of barriers to entries and reason for um, you know users to to doubt the app. Again, the the language barrier with localize localization and everything. Um, there's no OMI to NFT yet. Um, you can't cash out with MTL, and that's giving a lot of individuals hesitancy before they start pouring in their their fiat money into this app. Um, so whenever we're able to unlock those those features. I, I can't wait. Um, let me ask you this real quick. Do you, do, whenever they introduce the KYC, right? Because so one of the things they mentioned in a recent AMA that was recorded, pre-recorded, right? Right. They talked about the KYC and the know your customer and how that's going to come out. And honestly, it might even be out by the time this podcast is released. Could be. And if it is, forgive us because this is a little bit pre-recorded. But when that comes out, I'm extremely excited because I think the sentiment's going to turn and people are actually going to see some of the fruit of what they've been talking about in this small way. And the biggest thing, like I said earlier, it mitigates bots and it's one of the biggest things people are frustrated about. Yeah, I'm ready to get all these bots out of here. They're, they're driving me nuts, right? I know they're just really bringing down the app in a lot of ways with price manipulations and um, you know just preventing a lot of actual users who are on this daily, if not hourly from, from getting drops, right They're They're really just a huge negative sentiment in, in the app. So I, I'm, I'm very optimistic with KYC. I'm, I'm all for it. I support it. And, um, you know, I, I think it'll just, it'll help with the growth in the long term. Now, uh, just to wrap up here too. So we talked a little bit about the MTL, the KYC, the OMI, the NFT, some of the different things that might happen in the short term, the long term. Um, 
on the macro, back to the macro real quick, your take, what would you rank VV right now in its um, responses to the community? What would you rank it on a scale of one to 10? With their like communication level and everything? Factoring in communication, um, efficiency, execution, what would you rank it? Just in a realistic level. That's tough. I, I'd say probably a C plus right now. I, I, you know what? I'll up that to a B minus, right? Because I think the team they have right now is incredibly good at what they do. But I think there are some aspects that they don't just they, they don't strive at, right? Like PR and, and things like that. But they've got great visions. They have a proven track record with a lot of this. I mean, Alfred Kahn came out of retirement for this, so if, that's a that's big news. Yeah, that's I'm I'm all behind him, right? If he came out of retirement for this, then obviously he has an incredible vision and is not only optimistic himself, but you know he, he's driven to deliver, right? It, otherwise, I don't know why that would have made any sense. Um, but yeah, it's it's really just the PR and, and the um, the missed timelines and so forth as to why I gave them that, that bad grade. But as far as securing licenses and you know the NFTs themselves um, and, and the collectibles, then yeah, I, I'd give them an A in that category. Yeah, and I think that's that's a great point, Jack. Is like they do do so many things well. I think where they're missing the mark is they kind of are aware of the things they don't do well but they have yet to be able to hire for it, right? right. So like we talked briefly about, um, not in this podcast, but just you and me one-on-one, right. is like they need to get a PR team in this. They need to hire a marketing team. Like we have no marketing of this app. Could you imagine if like Vivi was running Instagram ads and TikTok ads and Facebook ads and um, just collecting people's information to stay in touch with them and making more connections with customers, right? Or, you know, you see it on the TV or whatever it might be. Right. The app store, when you go into the app store, is there some type of promotion there that says, hey, collect premium digital collectibles and it's targeting all the people that might be in the demographic. Right. We're not seeing any of that. Like we hear, there's 2 million users on the platform right now, by word of mouth. Yeah, it's, it's all organic, right? And I think some of that's probably intentional because I'm not sure if they're ready to open the gates, right, and let everyone rush in. Um, we've already seen some issues with, like, the app going down and crashing, right, during drops just because of all the traffic and so forth. So, um, again, I think they're trying to be a little bit more methodical now before they just blast it out there on social media to, to reel everyone in, um, which is another reason to be bullish. Um, again, just, just my opinion here, but extremely optimistic. So between MTL, um, some of these other options out there, like we talked about with MCP, which we'll dive into in a future podcast, but then specifically OMI to NFT, which I think that'll really be the catalyst that'll light the fuse on, on this puppy. Um, you know, we'll have the whales come in and like you had said, you know, all the individuals with Ethereum transferring that in to avoid some of the, um, you know, the fees and the taxes and whatnot, where otherwise they would have to sell that to Fiat converted into gems where you can only even buy 600 gems in one transaction at a time through Apple, right? And then you're paying fees with Apple too. So there's a lot of like little nickel and diming. Not that I blame anyone for that because everyone wants a, a slice of the pie, right? But so whenever we get that OMI to to NFT, um, that that's what I'm really optimistic about just with the capabilities, right? Because we recently transferred OMI or well, transitioned OMI and migrated over to the Immutable X platform, which is Ethereum layer two 
So we're completely reducing gas fees, um, you know, instant transfers and validations and whatnot. As Immutable X is very exciting too, right? They just partnered with GameStop. So huge community behind GameStop from right the from Reddit and everything. So I people, I think there are some people big will go to the grave defending GameStop. Like that community is sick. They're yeah. so committed. They they are. They're, they're diehards, and I think you have a lot of diehards here in Vivi too, right? That they'll they'll go down swinging till their very last breath. But I don't think we're going to go down swinging, right? I, I think we're headed to the moon, which is why I am Jackie Moon. Well, I'm going to end it right there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Number two, we're going to have number three next week. I'm so thankful for this community and everybody that's pouring into um, our Twitter and connecting with us on there in spaces, right? Um, Some of the influencers that have reached out to us, we love you guys. Um, We love some of the people we've met. I want to shout out DK, Garlic Shrimp, Crypto Cam. Um, These guys, we do spaces with them all the time. Some of the people that have come on, like My Collectibles, Sam Ellis, NFT, VV Magic, Silicon Secure, um, NFT Pirates. There's so many other creators out there. My Collectibles, right? We talk about him. Um, there's so many others out there that are doing amazing things. So I just want to shout out the community, praise you guys for what you're doing. Um, we're so thankful to be a part of this and that you're even tuning in to listen. So, um, with that, I'm going to say sayonara from the moon. (laughs) See you in orbit. Have a good one. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to subscribe share and rate the podcast we'll see you next week